Welcome back to the South End Zone Podcast here on the Pigskin Podcast Network. I am your host, your guide, your emissary into this, uh, well, off-season, boys. So, uh, I'm here with well, Timmy. if you're my and- guide, I want to go home. <laughs> I'm here with Timmy and Eric, as per the usual. And uh, Eric is going to be bringing us a little bit of uh, some football-adjacent uh, topics today. Eric, what are we going to actually be talking about today? Let's just jump right into this shit, man. We, we're going to be talking about coaches. Uh, all coaches all the time this episode, but maybe not like you're expecting. So we are going to play a game called Coach Most Likely To. Uh, and for anyone who's new to this game, which is probably everybody because we just sort of invented it, uh, I'm going to give you guys a topic, maybe directly football related, maybe not. You guys are going to be going to give me your coach most likely to fit whatever that category is. And uh, your answers it won't necessarily be a competition, but I will be judging and critiquing your answers. Uh, so, for example, if I said, uh, you know, coach most likely to win the Big Ten in 2022, uh, I, you know, both of you guys would probably say Ryan Day and I would tend to agree, but uh, something like that but not necessarily all football. Okay. All right. Let's let's hear it, man. Just kick it off. I'm ready. I'm, I'm I don't okay. have well, I don't I don't have to run the show, so you just you just do the shit, man, and I'll just talk. <laughs> okay. Now there is one rule. Uh-oh. That I didn't tell you guys cuz I wanted to save it. But the one rule is because as I was making this list, I kind of realized like, you know, you could you could use this guy for like six of these. <laughs> you can only use him once. <laughs> No, well, yeah, I'll let you guys choose. You can either use Mike Leach once <laughs> or not at all. He's got to be in there. I elect to use him once. Yes. Okay. I, 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 I concur. You guys each get a one leech limit, uh, so use it wisely. All okay. right. Once is better than nuts. We will start off uh, with one that probably isn't Mike Leach, but category number one. Coach most likely to be fired in season, Timmy. Um, is this a trick question? It is not. I feel like we talked about this one uh, during the award show. It's Scott Frost, man, you kidding me? You kidding me? He's uh, he he's been on the hot seat for what feels like three years now, and you know, even though we talked about how uh, Nebraska was, you know, competitive and they lost a bunch of really close one score games. They still fucking lost, man. And I don't even know how abysmal his winning percentage is there because I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it's got to be in like the 300s, like 30% win rate. It's fucking atrocious. So I have to believe that if he doesn't come out and win at least his first three, four games, that it's going to be lights out for that dude, man. Uh, well, I would tend to agree. What about you, Jason? Yeah, that was that would be who I would throw out right out of the gate. But, you know, then again, I mean, right, we all thought he would be fired midseason this year, and it didn't happen. Uh, I'm going to throw sort of an obscure one at you because he's still relatively new to the job he has, but that's Brian Harson at Auburn. He was probably their fourth or fifth choice of head coach. And yeah, he was way I'm late, telling right? you right now, they kind of yeah. Well, they you know guys like Napier passed on the job. There were several others that passed on the job. So they brought Harson in. Their recruiting is, I mean, they they finished kind of strong, but ultimately their recruiting is not going well. Uh, they don't have a quarterback. You know, Bo Nix transferred. They, I mean, it just it doesn't look like it's really going good. And you guys both know this is a what have you done for me lately 
type of business. So if he comes out, they do have a favorable schedule, kind of, to yeah. start Well, especially at, a place, especially at a place like Auburn. Right. And Alabama's just down the road, and we all know how that goes. So I think if he comes out and he's, you know, they reach their bye week after like week eight, and he's sitting at 500 or worse, like he's gone. <laughs> so it they do have a chance because their schedule's relatively favorable in the first half of the season, but I don't know, man. It wouldn't shock me to see him get canned before the end of the year if, if they come out and, you know, don't perform. Yeah, that dude's like Clay Helton 2.0, man. He is not the dude. No, you know he's I mean? not. And I think Auburn knows he's not. Like, I mean, the fans know it. Like, he's never coached in the Southeast. He's never recruited the Southeast. Yeah, you're probably right about that one. He, he might get chalked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could see it. But I still think Frost is the on the thinnest ice of all in terms of actually getting let go midseason. Yeah, I would have to agree there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Harson, if I had to pick a second guy, uh, I think he would be my backup choice as well. Uh, second category, moving on. Coach most likely to change his own oil, Jason. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, most likely to change his own oil. I don't know, man. It's got to be somebody that's just like gritty and nasty and old. And I don't know. Give me somebody like Kirk Ferentz in Iowa. <laughs> like, I don't see him as a very bougie type of guy who's rolling into the you know, into the jiffy lube to get his oil changed. Like he's probably out there changing it himself in the parking lot before he goes home. All right. Solid. So I can, I can get with that one. Timmy, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Pat Narduzzi, man. He seems like he fits like the Pittsburgh mentality pretty well. You know, that blue collar kind of guy. And he seems to have the temperament, like he'd have his, you know, 11 year old out there with him trying to show him how to do it and then crawl up his ass sideways because he dropped the 10 millimeter down in the engine bay. You know what I mean? It's not holding so, the flashlight correctly. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a little bit of that going on with him. So, his ass out. yeah, that's my choice. I'd like to throw in an honorable mention of Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. So Jimbo, Jimbo was actually when I, when I was making this list, Jimbo was actually the first guy I thought of. Because oh, yeah. he strikes me as the type of guy who wouldn't trust anyone else to do it correctly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So two solid answers there and on kind of a what I would call maybe a warm-up category. Number three, coach most likely to jump to the NFL. Timmy, you go first. The one most likely. Oh, geez. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is the obvious choice uh, just because – the the rumors and speculations, but I kind of want to go in a different direction. I think my gut tells me at some point that Luke Fickle is going to end up in the NFL. Hmm. I see him as kind of more of that CEO type coach that fits that NFL mold uh, a little bit more. I think, like we've said in the past, ideally he may be holding out for that Ohio State position, but as long as Ryan Day continues to kick ass and take names, that job ain't opening up anytime soon. So maybe if the, the right team comes calling from the pro leagues, he might give them a listen. I don't know, man. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that about Luke Fickle. Um, and I'll tell you why after Jason gives us his pick. Well, uh, to be clear on Harbaugh, I think he put those rumors out there himself. <laughs> I think he's fishing. Squeeze a little bit of extra money out of Michigan. Coach most likely to jump the NFL. I got to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised that Lincoln Riley has not gotten, you know, some NFL hype more so than 
you know, I mean, there were kind of some murmurs about it here and there a couple of years back, but I would say if the USC thing starts to go good, I know he's on a really nice contract there and all that, but it, it ain't an, it's not the NFL. So if he can go out in California and turn them around, the, the rumors are going to start, you know, I think for him to become like a candidate for an NFL job. Hmm. Yeah. So I would have, yeah, had we done this a year ago, Lincoln Riley would have been my number one because I could have I could have seen him kind of doing the the Cliff Kingsbury thing where 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 he makes that jump um, as opposed to going to USC. But Timmy, you brought up Brian Day not leaving Ohio State anytime soon. He actually, other than Harbaugh, would be my choice for most likely. Hmm, like I I could see him jumping to the NFL. Um, hmm. I don't know. I I don't. I mean. By all accounts that I've read, like I, I mean, he—they'd have to like take him out of there in a body bag if he's going to leave Ohio State. So I don't know. That's maybe kind of an interesting uh, candidate you throw out there. But you know, other guys that have already coached in the NFL, I don't think anybody that's in college right now that's already been in the NFL is really a candidate to go back. Guys like Chip Kelly, I don't think Chip Kelly's going back to the NFL. No, and I'm sure all these other college coaches that may have been thinking about it are. Uh, you know, dipping their toe in a little lightly after Urban Meyer and the train wreck that that become. Yeah. I think I saw a, a small quote from an interview that he did the other day. They asked him about that experience. He said it was the worst experience of my professional career. Yeah. Like, no, no shit. You were a yeah. tire fire guy. <laughs> well, even like the guy in Carolina, uh, Matt Rule, right? He who did really, really well at Baylor, and then he jumped to the NFL, and it's not gone well for him. So I think between those two guys for the most part, NFL teams are probably a little turned off from, you know, which is why you don't see a whole lot of college coaches being mentioned in these job searches. There's like six or seven NFL jobs that opened up and I never heard anything about a college coach. Yeah. If anything, it, it seems like, you know, if you're a head coach in college and you want to transition to the NFL, your best route may be to take a, a lateral or, or not a lateral, but a lower position at an NFL right, take team a coordinator job, broke, yeah. broken into the culture and see how that locker room is different, you know, cause it is a lot different coaching, you know, grown ass men as it, as opposed to, you know, 18, 19 year old kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it, but the other part is just how you're, as far as how your team is constructed and what you, you know, what you're able to do and what you're not. And, you know, some guys navigate that a little better than others like Pete Carroll, but, yeah, by and large, I, I I think we'll start to see less of that. Well, and you take That's a guy me. like Bill O'Brien. I mean, he's a coordinator in college right now, but he's already been a head coach in the NFL. I think he may get another shot if it were the right situation. Yeah. I mean, the good thing for him is, like, if, if some NFL job doesn't, like, completely blow him away, I'm sure he's perfectly fine to stay and be the offensive coordinator at Alabama for another year and wait. And see, like using Bill O'Brien as an example, you know, I don't think he was that bad of an NFL coach. The the shit that got him in trouble was him trying to be the GM. Like that's where he fucked up. Uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you don't you don't trade New Hopkins uh, ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> you you right. don't do that. Well, yeah, but that's Let where the it went guys wrong that for, do that for a living do that for a living, and you fucking coach football. Agreed. That's where it went wrong for all of those guys, though. That's where it went wrong for Chip Kelly. That's where it started going wrong for Jim Harbaugh, which we'll talk about next episode. But Spurrier, uh, yeah, Spurrier, same deal. Uh, even even Nick Saban to an extent. Well, that's uh, that you know, speaking about Nick Saban, uh, you know, that's that's the reason he left the NFL is because he wanted to sign Drew Brees and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> and they he, the doctors wouldn't clear him. 
and they went six and ten, and he's like, Fuck "This, I'm out." You know, right? And uh, you know, a guy like him who you tell him, "Yeah, you can," you know, you have control over like fifty percent of what happens here. That's not good enough for him. He must think I'm dumb. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not sort of like Jimbo. Like I guess he he probably correctly feels like he can do that maybe a little better than someone else. So he's going to want to do that himself. But. Yeah, I mean, he went five hundred against Belichick. You know, with his two, yeah, like, two I mean, years in I the Dolphins, like, okay, well, yeah, he's probably I right. I wouldn't call his like his NFL tenure a failure by any stretch, but obviously he wasn't happy and he didn't like the, the direction it was heading, so he moved back to maybe what he's a little more comfortable with. But moving on, uh, kind of off the field, coach most likely to brag to his friends about how well his vegetable garden is doing. <laughs> his vegetable garden? Are you kidding me? There's only one answer for me on this one, and it's because he, he fits the temperament profile and he fits the age profile, and it's Mac Brown. Yes! You know, <laughs> if, if you can remember from maybe your, your younger childhood days of, of watching the live-action version of Dennis the Menace... Um, <laughs> That's that's Mac Brown playing Mr. Wilson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he's the guy out there going to the the flower clubs and getting the the newspaper over to take pictures and shit. That's definitely Mac Brown. Come on. All right, uh, Jason, you're lucky we're not scoring this because he I wouldn't even even given you a chance to answer. I'm not even gonna answer. There's no point. He is. You're just gonna guy. punt on. Yes, absolutely. I'm okay. punting. There's no chance I'm coming up with a better answer than Mac Brown. Okay, well, I thought one of you guys was going to use your, your leech silver bullet on that one. Now, if you said the coach most likely to eat an entire vegetable garden, I would have gone with leech. <laughs> We're getting to that. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll knock one more out. But now he, he's not currently employed. Otherwise, he would be the clear winner here. And that's, that's Coach O. But coach most likely to roll out of bed and bench press 300 pounds, Jason. Ooh. Coach, most likely to roll out of bed and bench 300 pounds. Yep, just wake up and just do it. Always ready. <sighs> That's a tough one. I don't yeah, know. This one is not Mac Brown. <laughs> no. 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 No, it's not. Uh, Man, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would want to use him in another category, but I feel like, like Belima has probably, if you stuck 250 pounds on a bar, he could probably bench press it. I'd be shocked if Brett Belima couldn't bench press 250. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe 300 is aggressive. Uh, so we'll, fine, we'll call it 250. Yeah, if it's 250, give me give me Belima. No chance Belima can't bench press 250. The dude like looks like a big ass offensive lineman. Come on, Timmy, who's yours? Who's your horse? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a different direction. Bielma's probably an easy choice because he's a bigger dude. You know, he's gonna be throwing up less than his body weight. But I'm going to go with the uh, the sneaky strength. PJ Fleck uh, strikes me as the kind of guy where, you know, you look at him and he's kind of buffed up, but uh, he's the guy that would go in and throw up a couple plates on the bench press and just throw it up a couple times. And you'd be like, holy shit, that guy's fucking strong. I, th- I seem to remember a picture um, not that long ago on ESPN where, he was like carrying one of his players off the field in excitement. And, you know, that ain't no small dude. No, <laughs> so he's actually I, like in pretty good shape. You know, he's like pretty buffed up. Yeah, I think yeah, he's I, sneaky I mean, strong, man. I could see him ripping a couple of smelling salts and maybe throwing it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so this question was actually inspired by the picture we saw of Jim Harbaugh uh, on a recruiting visit to some high school, just decided in his slacks and dress shirt to start squatting 
I, I think we figured out he had like 135 on there. Oh, God, what a tool. Of course, that incredible weirdo took a picture of it and put it on the internet. But that's kind of where that came from. The two guys I thought about were uh, Fickle and Pat Fitzgerald. Oh, Fickle. Yeah. Why didn't I think about yeah. Fickle? Yeah. He can, dude, yeah. I, I agree. Fickle's easily bench pressing 300, 100%. Yeah. But, but after that, like, the list dwindles. <laughs> like, yeah. those are the only two I thought about. Um, yeah, end of list. <laughs> yeah, really. It is the end of the list. Uh, but then before we move into the second half of this, uh, of this segment, Jason, you want to tell us about our, uh, our friends over at DraftKings? Yeah, man. We can, uh, tell our listeners about them. So, uh, boys, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm freaking pumped about these, uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Only only four teams left, man. But uh, Chiefs, Rams, anyone? What's the action? Chiefs, Rams, that's what I got. I'd actually be interested in watching any four of the possible matchup. I like all these teams left. Not betting against the Jimmy G magic. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Well, <laughs> only four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, let's see. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, not a new customer. That is not a problem. You can experience conference championships with the same game parlays. Uh, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TPPN. That is the Pigskin Podcast Network acronym. And get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Eric, uh, take us into the second half of uh, this. Uh, what, what, what is this show called again? Coach most likely to? Yeah, hit me with it. Coach most likely to. All right. Well, on that note, coach most likely to spend $30 at McDonald's ordering entirely off the value menu and finish every last molecule of food. <laughs> oh, God. And you cannot oh, answer Belima. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, I got an easy second. Uh, am I going first or is Timmy going first? Yeah, go for it. All right. All right. Uh, well, it's Sam Pittman. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Pittman shopping at McDonald's like just whenever. But if it's in a pinch, yeah, 100%. He's from Arkansas. One of the lower paid coaches out there. Yeah, he's hitting the dollar menu. He's ordering like six double cheeseburgers uh, or McDoubles, excuse me, a couple of McChickens. Oh, yeah. He's easily topping the $30 mark, and that guy's not leaving. And you think he's housing it all? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at him. He's fucking massive. He's huge. No chance that guy leaves a single crumb of fries in his in his bag. No way. He finishes it all. Timmy, you're um, I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin. Um, not because he's <laughs> a bigger what? dude or that he can eat a whole lot, but the, the dollar menu portion of that struck me as something that, that Lane would be apt to do. You know what I mean? He, 
He's kind of a flashy guy, and he's he's taking pictures with his Porsches with recruits and shit. But you know, deep down, he's just a, a regular old dude uh, who likes the essentials. You know what I mean? Um, so I could see him going to McDee's and ordering up a bunch of McChickens and just crushing him on the way to talk to a recruit. You know what I mean? You just lost all the goodwill you made with your Mac Brown pick. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Lane Kiffin makes my top 50 on this. No, me either. I- You're going with Lane Kiffin going to the drive-up filet mignon place or what? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. He's hitting the like sushi joint, you know? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's like I could see him hitting like Chick-fil-A would be the lowest he goes. But oh. he's going to need $30 worth of McDonald's. Yeah, I agree. You kidding me? You kidding me? <laughs> That's another one I thought you guys might say leech. Use your, um, use your one leech. Holding guess. that one out for the dagger. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Get get ready. Number seven. Coach most likely to talk to you about investing in cryptocurrency. Timmy. <laughs> this one has Jim Harbaugh written all over it. <laughs> he He's that fucking quirky, you know, eccentric personality and that fits the type of dude who wants to talk to you and try to, you know, get you to invest in crypto and you're you're just sitting there looking at him like, "Bro, what the fuck are you talking about right now?" <laughs> and I think you could apply that to most conversations you have with Jim Harbaugh. So this one's definitely in that same category for me. Solid answer. Damn He's, it. Uh, he, he would be on my list. Jason, who's yours? Damn it. I, he would have been number one for me as well, because like I was reading something the other day, actually preparing for this Harbaugh episode we've got coming up um, next week. And <laughs> like a former NFL colleague of his was like, you can't have a long engagement with Harbaugh because I, I, like after a couple of minutes, he starts to drift and wonder and you're just sitting there going, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and so that that was like. You know, that would that'd be what I would have said, too. But since he already took it, I, I feel like Leach is probably a guy that knows about crypto, but I'm not going to use him here. I can't like Leach knows a lot of shit about a lot of just obscure, random stuff. So that maybe. But I don't know. Give me like a super nerd. Um, Who's the biggest nerd coach in football? Well, you should know that. Well, th- OK, so two of the guys I thought of were. Chip Kelly was one. I could see that. And then uh, Drinkwitz in Missouri. Oh, Drinkwitz. He's easily the biggest nerd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could agree with you on Drinkwitz, but Brian Kelly has never no, even no, heard Chip of Kelly. crypto. Oh, Chip Kelly. I thought you said yeah, Brian yeah. Kelly. I was going to say, Brian Kelly has never even heard of cryptocurrency. <laughs> no, he's too busy dancing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I, if I had to come up with a second, I would say Drinkwitz. 100%. All right. Number eight. Coach most likely to transition to a role in morning talk show television, Jason. Ugh. Morning talk show television. Yeah, kind of following the uh, like the Michael Strahan model. Like, who could you see on? Uh, oh, you know, God. even just like a local, you know, like Good Morning Tulsa or whatever. This this is an easy one, man. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer and kick uh, in the defer second to the half. Second half. Yes, I'm gonna okay. defer and let Timmy take the rock here. All right. Well, this kickoff's going for six. Um, this one's Nick Saban. Are you kidding me? The <laughs> the Aflac guy, the golden boy. I mean, this dude is as good of a TV personality as he is a head football coach. It would be a slam dunk for him to roll on to like a national morning TV show and just crush it. You know, that, that one's obvious to me. 
I feel strong about this now, really strong. Uh, okay, so that's a little outside of the box. I would probably watch it, but I don't know that he'd be among my top picks. Jason, who'd well, you come up with? It would depend on the topic, I guess. Maybe if it was like a, a football or sports-related morning show. Mm. No, nah, I'm going to hit you with it. It's I'm, I'm coming back. Like th- that, that take right there is getting picked, and it's going for six because Deion Sanders would be the ultimate talk show host in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah, dipping <laughs> dipping down to FCS. All right, yeah. I mean, give me Dion to you know be on a morning show. It doesn't matter if it's the fucking View with Whoopi Goldberg. Like he could crush it. I mean, the dude is just a he's like a magnet for polarizing shit. You know, so I, I like Dion there. He could do it. Shane Beamer was my guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> Shane that. Beamer. Yeah. Welcome to Good Morning America with George Stephanopoulos, Robin Robertson, Prime. <laughs> Yeah. No, like Shane Beamer has like a very cheerful, uh, enthusiastic demeanor. He's a, he's a sharp guy. He's very outgoing. So I, I, I thought he'd be the most likely to, uh, to go on television and succeed, but he's probably going to do well enough coaching where that'll never be an option for him. Hmm. All right. We're nearing the end boys coach. Most likely to grill the perfect medium rare ribeye Jason. Oh, I feel like coach O could have, could basically hop on a grill and make anything but yeah he'd crush it yeah 100 percent. but there's a lot of dudes like i <laughs> i feel like you know like jimbo fisher i feel like he's probably slaughtering his own cows you know like he's <laughs> but i've already used him as well so it's like jesus christ like who could have who's who's gonna make me a bomb ass steak this is another easy one all right well i'll punt again and take it back for six feel free if I want the perfect medium rare steak, I'm going over to Dabo Sweeney's house for a barbecue because that's the kind of guy who, you know, is meticulous and thorough, who's going to take the time and the energy to invest in how to make that perfect steak. And he's going to perfect his craft and he's definitely not going to embarrass himself in front of visitors. So definitely Dabo Sweeney. Solid. I almost want to say Sarkeesian. Because I feel like he's probably partied pretty hard, done several backyard barbecues in his life. You're partied out again. <laughs> yeah, but but he's partied out now. He's a recovering alcoholic. So, ah, man, this is a tough one. Like, I, I don't know, man. I give up. Eric, hit me with it. Like, who who's your candidates here? Okay, well, among guys we've already mentioned, uh, Sam Pittman is near the top of my list, as is Mac Brown. Uh, but kind of a sleeper in this category to me, kind of a sleeper here. Uh, don't forget that Mike Gundy exists. Yeah, I thought about him. Do we have a category for most likely to throw up at the backyard barbecue? Well, yeah, what I was about to say <laughs> is Gundy is probably a solid contender if it's like a Tuesday evening with just him and his old lady. But if you're going over to his house, that dude's crushing like a 12-pack of Bud Light, and you're liable to get a piece of charcoal on your plate. No, Gundy strikes me as the kind of guy who grills his best when he's like eight beers in. Like, that's really when he's in it, like at the top yes. of his game. Agreed. The old one-eyed open grill master. Yeah. And Frank, honestly, like I wouldn't want Mike Gundy cooking me a steak if he wasn't didn't have like a solid buzz going on. <laughs> like 100% sober, Mike Gundy, like get away from my meat. I don't think Gundy gets a buzz. He's all gas, no break. Well, I think it'd be like one extreme or the other. Like it'd be among the three best steaks you've ever had in your life. Or it would be like, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Like no in between. I don't but know. But I think, I think Gundy could get it done. 
Maybe so. Anybody else that we're missing? Well, I'd like to go back to Eric's Mac Brown choice. That one seemed a little bit odd to me. You don't like, think you don't think Mac Gr- Brown could just crush a ribeye on the grill? No, I think what? he's like a, a well done kind of guy. <laughs> what? Well done? What? Yeah. What kind of abomination? No way. He's the head coach at Texas. For the love of God. Forever. Pro- yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy probably is like a a steak master by now. Jesus Christ. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't see it. You, you think he's more like a, a all night smoke a brisket guy? Yeah, maybe. Could be. Who would who would be hog your, roast? You know. Yeah, but okay. Who would be your brisket guy? Shit. Maybe like a Hugh Freeze. He seems like a brisket cooker. Mm. Smoker aficionado. You know. Yeah, he'll bring. Yeah, he'll bring some hookers to the party too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'd I'd have to go back if you're cooking brisket. I got to go back to Arkansas, man. You go to the Pitmaster Pitman. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got a massive smoker in his backyard <laughs> that's probably putting smoke out right now. I think he would be either him or Mac would be my guy for a brisket. So, all right. So rounding out the show, this is the last one, and uh, for this one, we will go any coach, past or present. All right, doesn't have to be an active coach. Coach most likely. It's actually not even the most likely to. Uh, I want to hear your guys' choices for the coach that you would want to have your back if you were walking through a dark alley and four unsavory unsavory characters rolled up on you. Who do you want as your wingman, Jason? Ooh. Any coach, past or present. Uh, Muschamp comes to mind. I guess I would go with Muschamp because, I mean, the dude has a temper. Like he, I feel like he's the, the type of guy that <laughs> just like he's praying somebody tries to fight him and you know, he just snaps and just goes nuts. I mean, am I crazy? Yeah. He's he's not a small person either. No, 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 no. I feel like he'd be a good wingman if I'm going into a fight. You know, Muschamp's got a temper. Give me that guy. All right, Timmy. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, one of the newest coaches to be named a head coach, uh, Marcus Freeman. I- I'm taking him with me because he seems like the guy who like probably knows jujitsu. Um, and would like snap somebody's fucking neck. Um, the guy is like a physical specimen. And if somebody rolls up on us, uh, I'm feeling comfortable if that dude's walking next to me, man. Yeah. He strikes me as the kind of guy who takes zero shit. Yeah. So the reason I gave you guys the past or present, uh, caveat to this one is because for me, Cocho is the clear winner. (laughs) Yeah. That is a solid choice. I did not think of that. He's actually the coach most likely to get you into that situation as well. That's true. But he's also, I think, in my mind, like the best equipped to get you out of it. You know, however you got there, whether it's his fault or just, you know, the universe conspiring. But um, yeah, I think give me Coach O on that. Damn. I didn't think about that. But, you know, Belima, not a terrible choice there either. See, I, I think Belima like ends up just getting punched in the throat and keels over real quick and like yeah. chokes to death and you have to run away. What, I was gonna say I feel like he's the he's the giant that you just like chop down and he just falls and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't see him as a scrappy dude. I could be wrong though. I mean he wasn't he like an offensive line in his lineman in his playing days, just a mean, nasty dude. Am I wrong there? He was a line. I don't remember if it was offense or defense, but yeah, I mean, he's a lineman. He's for him. It might be just more like a visual intimidation thing, but you know, with coach O, I think it's a visual intimidation. And if someone like tried to call his bluff and be like, I think this guy's all show, I I think he would just wreck them. 
I don't disagree with that. I think he's got to be the clear favorite if you're going into a fight. All right. Well, that's the last one, unless you guys have any uh, categories that are burning a hole in your pocket. I'm just blown away that like Mike Leach did not get used in any category. That's crazy. Yeah, I tried to stay away from the obvious on that one and make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I, I had Leech for like five or six of these. Like the the McDonald's value menu one, that's Leech. The vegetable garden one, I think, is is a Leech uh, category. Uh, he, he's definitely a top contender and an honorable mention in like seventy percent of those for sure. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he makes a like the finalist list. Yeah, and for the or the vegetable garden one, like uh, what? Who's the guy from? The head coach at Ohio that's like 80 years old. What's his name? Frank something? Frank? Frank Frank, Frank Solich? Frank Solich. Yeah, he's like yeah, eight. He, he retired, right? I think, right before the season. Ah, okay. All right. But yeah, but he would give, he would be a good pick. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, because he's like 80 years old or something. So that that's who I was trying to find his name when we initially announced that. But I was like, God, what's that guy's name? But- Oh, Whatever. okay. Yeah, he retired, which is probably why you couldn't find it. All right. Well, boys and girls, I think that wraps us up. We will get back to, let's see, next week we've got the Harbaugh deep dive coming. Cool, baby. Put on your scuba suits. And Timmy, I don't think, is going to be there for that one, so it'll just be me and Eric bringing that to you. So, uh, in the interim, you can find us on Twitter at South End Zone Pod. We are part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and we would like to thank them and our corporate sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. We'll be back with you next week. See you then. Later. Thank you very much. Have a great day.